Hey, what's good, people? It's CJ Williams. Welcome to Culturalist Theory. For today's video, it's all about them No Limit Soldiers. I'll be ranking the eight albums that dropped in 1997 from worst to first. But before I do, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe for more content just like this. Number eight, West Coast Bad Boys 2. The first No Limit release in 1997 would be its worst. West Coast Bad Boys 2 was the sequel to the 1994 original and served as a compilation tribute to Tupac Shakur, who had passed a year prior. P had ties to the West Coast from his time grinding in Richmond, California, but it wouldn't be until he moved his production back down south where he would find his legs. Despite records from West Coast legends like Mac Dre, MC8, and Rapid Forte, the album didn't have much in terms of heat. You know a compilation is bad when the best song is an interlude. The one minute and 37 second Dead Man by Mr. Servone is the only joint worth revisiting. The project was successful commercially, which explains why P would again revisit the West Coast bad boy title. Number seven, Premeditated Drama by Steady Mobbin. The debut album from the Oakland duo Steady Mobbin was a forgettable one. Members Crooked Eye and Billy Bathgate tried their best to bring raw West Coast gangster rap to the tank, but the project falls flat. Nothing about the album or the group itself stood out and the timing of the release didn't help. It was sandwiched in between TRU's True to the Game and the I'm About It soundtrack. Those are arguably two of the best No Limit albums ever. The lone bright spot on the album was a remix to the single If I Could Change that featured additional verses and a remade hook. The group would end up dropping a sophomore album on No Limit the following year that was only marginally better. At number six, Mia X Unladylike. Mia X dropped her second No Limit project Unladylike June of 1997, making it the first project from a solo artist to drop from No Limit that year. And unlike the aforementioned Steady Mobbin and West Coast Bad Boy albums, this project is more indicative of the sound the label would deliver for the year. Beast by the Pound handled 100% of the production, and Mia proved she was more than capable of handling her own on a mostly male-driven tank. No better example of that is the soldier song, You Don't Wanna Go To War, the ghetto Sarah Lee kicks off the album properly by floating over KLC's menacing piano loop. The album even showed No Limits Reach was beginning to expand to the East Coast as Brooklyn's Foxy Brown was featured on the lead single, The Party Don't Stop. The album, of course, isn't without its misses. I Don't Know Why and All Ends aren't on the level as stronger records like Mama's Family and Forever True, but Mia showed major strides from her debut album, making her a fan favorite amongst No Limit soldiers alike. Number five, Mystical, Unpredictable. Master P had a knack for finding talent out of his hometown of New Orleans, and the under-the-radar free agent signing of Mystical in 1996 is a perfect example. His No Limit debut, Unpredictable, dropped, fulfilling heavy expectations P put on his latest signee. Mystical's talents were on full display as his energetic, erratic flow fit with the Beats by the Pound production like a glove. Born to be a soldier, the man right here, and Still Smoking were just a few of the many bangers on the album. The Platinum album would also be the first No Limit appearance by a future free agent signee, Snoop Dogg, on the track, Gangsters. Number four, Mr. Servon, Life Insurance. One of the first members of the tank, Mr. Servon was a high school friend of Masterpiece. Signing in 1994, he would finally get his time to shine with his debut album, Life Insurance. This is one of those albums, man. If you know, you know. Quality records are littered throughout with deep cuts like Heaven Is So Close and Cemetery Made. You got posse cuts like Let's Get It Started and Five Hollow Points. Even the popular dance record, Head and Shoulders. But it's the chemistry Servon had with the Colonel that really stands out. Featured on seven songs, P and Serve delivered on classic No Limit B-sides like Trying to Make It Out This Ghetto and Time to Check My Fetty. This album coming in at number four is really a testament to how strong the top three albums are. Number three, Master P, Ghetto D. Originally titled Ghetto Dope. Ghetto D was the album that broke P past the South 
and in turn did the same for the label. Sure, it had a polarizing monster single, make them say uh, but the genius of Ghetto D was in the marketing. The album is 18 tracks long, and there is only one song that doesn't feature a member of the tank. So dropping the album in the fourth quarter of 1997 built up the momentum that would carry over to his wildly successful 1998 run. Songs like We Riders, Gangsters Need Love, and Bourbons and Lacks banged in car stereos across the nation, eventually propelling the album past triple platinum. Considered by many fans as a classic, Ghetto D was a career-defining project for the ice cream man. Number two, the unbounded soundtrack. A good soundtrack has one job, to encapsulate the vibe of the movie it's representing through a variety of acts with high-quality records. To say P understood the assignment with the unbounded soundtrack, man, that'd be an understatement. The album is a perfect balance of previous West Coast sound No Limit had with their more true-to-roots southern gangster rap feel. If you were looking for West Coast style, E-40, Be Legit, EA Ski, and Brother Lich Hong all delivered. If you wanted to hear more of the Tank's talent, Kane and Abel, Gambino Family, Fiend, and Sons of Funk all brought their A-game. Lastly, Down South Legends UGK and A-Ball MJG dropped off a timeless record with Meal Ticket. Led by the underappreciated single, If I Could Change, it's no wonder this was the first number one album from No Limit, selling 300,000 its first week. I'm about it is a top 10 No Limit album and arguably top five soundtrack, period. Number one, TRU, True to the Game. True to the Game was the fourth album from the group TRU, but the first as the newly shortened version with Brothers Master P, Silk the Shocker, and C Murder as members. Produced almost exclusively by in-house team Beats by the Pound, True to the Game is the definitive No Limit album. From sonically to subject matter, this project will be the blueprint for the next 50 releases from the tank. Gangster Street Tales mixed with balance. For every Pop Goes My Nine or Eyes of a Killer, there's a heaven for a gangster or the paranoia inducing I always feel like. No Limit's content was never only about being the hardest or the toughest out. It was only about being the realest. Hustling only out of necessity and sticking to ground rules to make sure you're living your life the TRU way. Everyone gets a turn taking lead across the 26 track double album. Whether that's on records featuring everybody or on solo joints, it all just works. Not to mention this is the first appearance by the now classic soldier song, appropriately titled No Limit Soldiers. Not only would True to the Game perform well commercially, making it the group's most successful album, but it would go down as an instant classic and the best album from No Limit Records in 1997. All right guys, that's it for today's ranking. Let me know, did we get it right? Leave a comment below with your personal ranking of the eight albums or hell, just your favorite No Limit album from 1997. Again, I'm CJ Williams for Culturalist Theory. See you next list, I'm out.